This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Welcome to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live in downtown Toronto inside the Zoomerplex. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. This show offers you free assessments on your stuff. Maybe it's a a set of collectibles you have. Maybe it's a family heirloom and you want a real-time market value or he can help you sell it, tell you where and how to do it. His name is Paul Kenny. He's one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada, which was just recently picked up by A&E. The back half of season two is coming up at the end of the summer. He's live in studio. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I see you made it from yesterday. I thought you wouldn't be coming here today. You're all tuckered out. <laughs> I was there. So uh, we were talking about it the last couple of weeks, the Christie Antique Auction, which is out in sure. Dundas. And it was unbelievable. I went with my wife. And how many people were there? Was it tens of thousands of yes. what it had to be? Yeah. No, our booth was packed. And we met fans from Storage Wars. We met fans from Zoomer Radio. A lot. And we gave away all Zoomer uh, keychains. And, we had uh, pens and keychains. Uh, yeah, we sent out there. Yeah. No, but they come in and say, I listen to the show. I enjoy the show. I see on TV. You know, I look much smarter in person as a rumor I'm trying to start right now than I am on TV. Okay. And uh, we had uh, and just fans of antiques, and they were coming by and just surprised. And there was tens of thousands of people. They had 250 dealers, and it was sunny, and there was deals all over the place. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this because friend of mine, friend of mine yesterday. And this is why you have to worry about when people know stuff. He bought an autograph yesterday, $2,500 Jackie Robinson autograph, for $500. But how do you get it authenticated no, in a field? He's going to get authenticated. He actually okay. knows, he knows his stuff. But the, my point here is that someone sold it for five hundred, and they bought it off somebody's house for two hundred. Now, if I went into a house and I saw that autograph, I'd be offering between twelve hundred and fifteen hundred dollars for that autograph. Right. Maybe as high as eighteen hundred because it was really, really pretty nice. But this is the point: if you have to, I if that dealer, if I'd seen it before my friend did, I would have bought it for that five hundred dollars as well. Yes. But I also, yesterday someone sold a 20, a 10 ounce bar of silver for $90. What? Why? So, no, because they don't know. They don't wow. know. Okay. I bought, I bought one piece of sterling, $600 piece of sterling for $30 off a dealer. Because people were just getting rid of stuff. Well, they just don't know. And this is why, if I went into someone's house, I couldn't in all consciousness at, offer someone $30 
for a $600 piece of sterling. Right. But because it's another dealer, I don't feel so bad. So you're saying in the autograph scenario, they went to an estate sale or whatever. They pick it up for two. They flip it for five. They're happy. The guy yeah. who then buys it for five, he might get its value of $2,500. But you're, you're, other people don't care. They don't care to dig in or hold on to things. They, they take a quick buck. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Well, remember that story from a couple of weeks ago. person sold a $150,000 painting yes. for 9000 Yeah, that's a bit more painful. But still... Okay, well, I know, I know what you're saying. When it comes to the difference of ninety thousand dollars or or more, you might want to sit in for a little bit of the pain, hold yeah. on to it for a couple of weeks. Yeah. In a couple minutes, we're going to have someone on the show. I mean, you know how I always say that we in the basement, there's million dollars, there's lottery tickets in people's basements. Yes. Well, this person discovered it's not me. Discovered a lottery ticket in some in a in a widow's basement. Okay, her husband collected it. We're going to be talking about it in about ten fifteen minutes. I want everyone to hold on because this is a very special story. And they're going to be auctioning it off. So you'll actually be able to see how this start, how this show, this sale starts and how it ends. That's which pretty is cool. Which be kind of cool. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We're live in Liberty Village in downtown Toronto. This show is all about your stuff, finding out its value or understanding what it's worth or how to sell it. We have an expert in studio who has found fame and fortune identifying items that other people Overlook for the most part. They'll never understand its true value because they don't care enough. Well, this guy mm. cares a lot. I care. Our phone number, 416-360-0740. Whether it's old coins, gold, silver, statues, art, fine china, antique toys, sports memorabilia, old advertising pieces, maybe a record collection. Who knows? The one thing I will say is, what do they call it? Petroleana? Anything oil and gas related? Yeah, it's huge. When huge. did this market... If I had a you know, a circle sign that's four feet in diameter that says uh, 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 Mobile One on it from the 1960s, that's like a $7,000 item. Okay. What I, happened? I blame American Pickers for that. Uh, no. Did they inflate this market? It's ben? insane. Ben, do yes. you have a car? I do. Do you put gas in it? Yes. I don't obsess over it, though. Some people, anything that everyone uses, there's always a small segment of the population who wants to collect it. And that's, it's just, it's a matter of numbers. Right. If you have, ten, if you have a million people driving cars, they all go into gas stations, get reminded every day. They went into gas stations with their parents. Right. They, it brings back happy memories. I know, but I'm just saying, if I had the, you know, the Pegasus mobile oil sign, okay? Like, I get yeah. it at, like, $500 to put it in your, in your shop or in your man cave or whatever stupid, you know what I mean? But $7,000? Like, some of this stuff, it's unbelievable what people will pay. We're going to hear a couple of stories even. That'll make that seem low. My other big takeaway from yesterday, and I called my dad about it because I was like, I can't believe this, is that uh, big art pieces is that, you know, like an old window, like an old wooden window, yeah. single-pane glass, sort of looks like a French door almost, right? Okay. If it's old, if it's weathered, if the paint is peeling, people now want it to hang on their wall as art. And the shutters as well, old sun-bleached shutters. I saw more people smiling and running to their cars with this sort of stuff. That, and the first thing I did, I called my dad. I said, remember, you turned around a couple of old properties. You got this stuff in the basement. He goes, you know, I think I got like 50 of those windows. I said, he just didn't <laughs> throw them out. I said, you know what? You better get them moving because this market is exploding. I saw people hustling to their cars with old wooden shutters. They're rotten. Yeah. They're faded. But people, And I go, what's going on? What is the plan for this? Why are you excited about this? I'm putting it on my wall in my living room. It's going to be beautiful. It's a centerpiece. They're trying to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices. Childhood <laughs> memories of a shutter. All right, yes, whatever. Okay, okay. okay, sorry, we got to get to work. I'll stop yammering. Here we go. Shirley in Scarborough is going to be our first caller. Shirley, how are you? Fine, thank you. What do you got? I've got a wooden cigar box, and my mother painted a beautiful young lady 
on the top of it, smoking a cigarette. The face is just gorgeous. Reminds you of Elizabeth Taylor. Okay. And uh, it's an old cigar box. It's got a marking on the inside, but it's hard to read. At the bottom, it says, Beware of Limitations, but it's an oval circle, and it it talks about the cigars, I think, what okay. brand they are or something. Okay. B&H, I think it Okay. Says. Now, what we have here is you've taken something that was collectible, but you've turned into something that's also collectible. Once you've made it into some uh, folk art, when you paint the picture on like that, people like to collect that kind of stuff. Like we were just saying, but reminding us of past years. But once you fix, repair, clean change or alter any of the old antiques, it usually takes away from its value, Mm -hmm. okay? But in this case here, if the picture's nice, someone's going to say, that's a nice picture. Beautiful. Yeah. There was about 1900, I'm going to go away from the the cigar box for a minute here, there is what we call the Saturday Evening Girls, and they would paint, they would take old pottery that was just plain and paint pictures on it, Hmm. and that's what we did before we had TVs. Okay, a nicer, simpler time, and people that got together on the night, the men were out drinking or, you know, taking care of the cows, and the women would be home painting, painting, and instead of painting on porcelain, your mother must have painted this on an old cigar box. Thank you. You know, era. Yeah. Okay. It's art. It's art. Who knows? See it now. Now you've got. It depends on how it looks. Okay. Now it depends how good a painter your mother was. Thank you. Art was a big seller yesterday as well. Oh, yeah. And for those who don't know what we're talking about, it was Christie Antiques Show is what yeah. it is. So it's in the middle of a giant field, yep. 10 acres. How many vendors were there? There's about 250 vendors. The next one's going to be uh, the second week in September, right after Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, the, the ne- that next weekend coming up, the same thing happens again, but it'll be more, the, instead of outside stuff, we'll have more winter collectibles. Now it's the springtime. Planters were selling. Like right. Like trellises. Um, these uh, frames and stuff like that. Anything to go in the garden sells really well in the spring show. Everything. So there was craziness what I saw yesterday. Yeah, ten, it was unbelievably successful. You couldn't talk to people like about. I'd say I must have done about a hundred selfies. Like I said, people were coming in with fans of Zoomer. I didn't know if they were fans of Zoomer, Storage Wars, or just antique fans, or just people just genuinely like me. <laughs> <laughs> Our next caller is Elizabeth in Toronto. Elizabeth, how are you? Hello. How can Welcome we to the you? show. What do you got? Oh, my God. Well, my kids think I'm crazy, but I thought I'd better find out if I am. Uh, Twenty years ago, I helped a friend uh, clean out another elderly couple's apartment. And this was in the garbage. (laughs) It's a cock Picasso. And I said, do you want it? And they said, it's ugly. Do you want it? I said, sure, I'll take it home. So I hung it on my wall, and everybody said, you're nuts. What it is, anyways. uh, The markings on the front are 29-3. 38. Okay. And on the back, there's a collection of Mr. and Mrs. Ralph Collin, New York. And I would bring this into me. It's got the reference number, MAS 1050, and framed in. If it's an if originals are worth, as we know, millions, yeah. uh, even the prints, some of the prints are very limited, mm. and they can still be worth a lot of money, but there's even reprints of the prints. And this is where we have our problems on this, a lot of this stuff. Well, but, this but, is on a hardboard. Bring it. In. I, I'd like to see and it. It's, this Medici, is... it's framed by Medici Society in London. It's got 342. Okay, the framer will make a difference too. Now, we have an art expert who comes in on uh, Wednesday afternoons. 
yeah. And he helps us. It gives us a start. Whether we should put any more time or effort into something, mm-hmm. he will come back and tell me. Uh, if you just want to know, is this worth a million? Or is this worth 20000 Or is this worth $20? Yeah, but, because I've got a couple of grandchildren going to school, and I thought, well... Like, I'm, I've had it over 20 years now, 21 years hanging on my wall. And everybody says, ooh, it's ugly. But you know what? It grows on you after a while. <laughs> hey, really ugly sells. Ugly sells. Yeah. Is it, th- this isn't impossible, right? Because Picasso did a lot of stuff. Not everything he did was, uh, is worth $100,000, by the oh, way, yeah. right? Even yeah. Steve Martin did once a famous skit on SNL where it's Picasso sitting in a cafe, and he's like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Scribbles on a piece of paper. Send your kid to college, right? Because some yeah. of it only took seconds. It's not, not everything he did was an absolute priceless masterpiece. Yeah. No, I understand that. This is why I thought, well, I, I might as well phone you because I listen to you every, every week, and you've got a great program. Thank and you. I thought, well, maybe I should ask him. My son-in-law is the only one that said, why don't you have it appraised? I said, because they probably think I'm nuts. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not no. at all. I mean, the odds of it being legit are pretty high. I promise to buy you a coffee, bring it in, okay. take a, we'll take a look. And it, the nuts, it's, would you rather be the person who sold a $150,000 painting for 9000 Or would you oh, rather be the person? Not. Of course not. So <laughs> okay, ask the question. I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll see if I can get, like, I, my husband doesn't drive, and he's not. he's 92, and... Okay. Oh, 86, and holy cow, that's why I figured I better get rid of this thing if I can get some money for it for my grandchildren. If you can't make it in, call the shop. If yeah. you're wherever you are in the, in the area, I'm out in that area once in a while, I'll come and see you, yeah. okay? So okay. to talk to Paul at his shop, which is open weekday hours, basically, the phone number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill, just north of Major McKenzie. That's 10,341 Young Street. Our next caller, oh, this is our mystery guest on line six. This is oh. about the guy who found something super valuable that you wanted to talk about. What is this story again? He's okay. here. Okay. I know how we talk about people have stuff in their basements they don't know what they have. Okay. And it's been sitting there for years and years with piles of dust on it. Okay. And this is your husband can collect it, your wife can collect it, whatever it is. And I say people have lottery biz stuff in their basement. Now, these people, they didn't come to me, but they came to the second best source. They came to someone who's knowledgeable and honest. Okay. We've got Ethan on the line, hopefully. And we're going to yes, talk about Ethan. How you doing? Paul, it, it's just great to hear your voice. M- miss you from the uh, from the Storage Wars days. Yeah, no, we had a lot. Of, we did a show with Ethan. Uh, we had he had appraised some. We had some hood ornaments. When it, when it comes, oh yeah, to this co- rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he comes to cars and uh, gas station memorabilia, Ethan has stuff that you would not believe in perfect shape. I mean, it's like not often I go into a place and I'm actually in shock. And I said, please, Ethan, don't talk to me for a couple minutes. I just want to come here and look at this <laughs> stuff. Just zone out and appreciate no, it? No, yeah. it was that nice. It was that nice. He also did that show, um, I'm going to mention, uh, Four Rooms, and he had the, um, the car, a Cool Hand Luke car, okay? And that was his, okay? This, and he had the Wait, action. Ethan, you have the Cool Hand Luke car? My, my, my brother and I are co-owners of this Cool Hand Luke car. We had a fun experience there at the Four Rooms studio. They tried to finagle it out of us, but... Yeah. Didn't quite make it. What was their offer? Well, four rooms was just uh, for everyone who knows. It was a you, you bring your item, CBC, and they take it to four different appraisers, and then you might sell it. Is that yeah. the deal? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Precisely, two hundred and fifty thousand was was what what we were asking, and essentially uh, went home with the car, but had some close calls. Yeah. What was your best offer? Do you remember? 
It was, I'm going to say there was one for 165 and it was contingent on, you know, got to see this, got to see that. We just sort of said, we're going to, we're going to go with our other client. But I mean, it was a great experience and, and they tried, they really did. Wow. But no, no, Ethan and his brother know their stuff. We had a great time. We filmed there. It was like fantastic stuff. But Ethan has, now he's an expert in cars. And as we talk, gas station memorabilia, mm. his name for it. Ethan, Tell us a little bit about the story. Okay, maybe I'll go into this. We're going to have it. He's going to have an auction next week. It's online in uh, New Hamburg, downtown New Hamburg, because I think there's only a downtown. <laughs> At his, they're going to have an auction with uh, with the stuff he's about to tell you about. What did you find? And give us a little bit of the backstory of what you found here. Well, let's just start by saying that I mean we we get calls all the time, and we sell collections on consignment if they warrant selling and we got a call from a lady and i didn't believe what she was saying she said basically my husband has a basement filled with all of this what we call petroleana antique gas station tins, signs all of these things and she said i don't i can't even see the stuff it's covered in two inches of sawdust how'd she get it like where how did her husband get it well he was in the business of dismantling service stations back in the 1950s 60s oh, wow. 70s See, he was intelligent because he knew to put this stuff away before other people did. Okay. Now, you're auctioning all this stuff next week on Saturday in, in New Hamburg, but they can see the stuff online at your site, Miller & Miller Antiques? Is We're that at millerandmillerauctions.com, okay. and it's being sold on behalf of the family. Uh, the, the lady was floored when I started to talk about value. She was ready. She had this stuff in the recycling bin. Didn't okay. know what to do with it. Wait a minute. What's the most expensive item you think you're going to sell? <laughs> Got a few highlights, things that are unsuspecting. There's, there's a fantastic super test, what they call a facade sign. It would have been up in the 1940s at a super test dealer, and it's a nice, clean sign. I estimate that sign at between six dollars and $8,000. It's all to do with <laughs> condition and rarity. Okay. What is the sign made of? Is that a porcelain sign? What is it? You're bang on. It's a porcelain sign, and porcelain is the Cadillac in advertising. It's also a sign that's, well, not that particular sign, but a lot of porcelain signs are reproduced, so you have to be very careful. That's why collectors are so excited about this auction, because it's all fresh-to-the-market stuff that was collected at a time when you could actually find it. So wait a second. You go down to this basement. The woman goes, I don't know what to do with it. Tell me what it's worth. So you tell me about the discovery. You start tallying things up, and then you go upstairs and present the news. And what is the number? And was, did, did she faint? What happened? Well, let's just just imagine walking down the stairs, and literally uh, all you see is, is you know equipment to saw wood and then a bunch of gas globes and things you could barely see. I'm uncovering this stuff, and I am just you get that sinking feeling like you just, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I had to pinch myself. And so I'm going up the stairs with gas globes and, and tins, red Indian tins, this stuff to collectors, this is a dream come true. I'm putting it on the table and starting to explain to her how this tin, this is a, a three to $4,000 tin. Wow. Conservatively. How many items are going to be in the sale? You figure 344 total. And it's just a good mix of Canadian Petroleana. And that's the other thing. It's Canadian stuff. You can't find the Canadian stuff, and it's all super rare. But it's all by auction, right? You're just like, you're starting at a buck, and 
going up. No, it's not important where it starts, where it ends. So right? wait, 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 wait. I'm titillated. Tell me, what did you, what did you value this at? What was the number that you said this, this whole thing we're hoping to get this amount for? What was that amount? The, the sales going to net somewhere between 175 and 200 thousand. That, that's our estimate. Could you imagine finding that in your basement? Just what was her reaction? She, let's just say, first she didn't believe us, and she said, "You're joking." And I said, "No, we're we're in the business of doing this, and we we know our our values, and it's the right timing." This Petroliana is the hottest market out there. Any any collector will tell you that this, just saying this that. is the right time. Yeah. And when you say gas globes, that, that means this is a, 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 a like a globe of glass that sits on top of an old gas pump, correct? This, But the, the interesting thing about these globes is that a lot of the time you'll see a three-piece globe with lenses and then a metal body. These are the early ones. It's all one piece in glass, and then there's acid etched. These are from the 20s. I mean, this stuff, you do not find this stuff. People have been calling from all over the states. They're floored. All right, give them the info. This is a, quite a find. Okay. What Now, you got to say this. What is your site name again? Okay, so it's it's Miller and Miller auctions.com that's miller and miller auctions.com and you can find all the information on the site it's the john wilfong collection okay and yeah perfect now what i'll do is, is people can also get me get a hold of me at the store and i'll be i think i might show up there just to see this stuff because you can go in person as well oh yeah people can go sure. in person right bid online you, you can bid live but paul if, if you show up in person i'm going to get you a captain's chair front row center going to have a big ice cream cone for you no no i can where do you go in person then what's the address where, where, what is the address that people go to in person 59 that's 59 webster street in new hamburg there's a big 6500 square foot building and it is going to be loaded with things that will blow your mind i think the prices will surprise but there may still be some bargains too this is going to be cheap. Like, you start at a dollar and where it ends. But if no one else bids against you, you own it. Okay? That's the truth. Yep. Thanks a lot, Ethan. This has been a, like a surprise, and it backs up my story that people have lottery tickets in their basement. They just got to check them. 200 <laughs> grand, right. potentially. Thank my you. husband's old collection of signs under sawdust. I'll wow. see you next week. Thanks a lot, Ethan. Love your show, guys. Thanks. Bye. Uh, you're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live in downtown Toronto at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. We're back. This is Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live, and we're going back to the phone lines. By the way, in the break, we're talking about, so wait, what, what did Ethan pay the woman for all this stuff? Well, it's consigned, right? It's like, it's like we do. The more, the more money that, e, that she makes, the more money Ethan will make. But 
it's and that's why this is a good thing that she did it this way because this is hot stuff. Yeah. And like when you're bidding a dollar, two dollars, some stuff might go cheap, but some stuff will go expensive. But in the end, she's going to get a big check. And as you're saying, she's lucky that she called over oh. an honest guy because he said, "Oh, you know what? I'll clear it out. I'll only charge you a thousand dollars. I'll take it all to the dump." You know, That's, that that sort of stuff happens all the time. There are. You've seen these store, these places. You've got something, and they'll just take away your stuff. Yes. And they're going to places like me or. And this would be $200,000 mistake she almost made. Okay, back to the phone lines. Claudia in Etobicoke, you're our next caller. Good afternoon. Hi. Um, I have a set of Stuart Kent crystal glasses, and they're sets of eight. Are they in it have any value? Yeah, it's like Stuart, Stuart used to be a very, is a very good name. We've got Stuart, Edinburgh, Waterford, uh, um, I'm trying to think of it. Edinburgh, Waterford, Stuart, Webb. Out of um, out of England and Ireland, they're used to sell for about fifty dollars a stem, but now you can pick it up for ten, fifteen dollars, if that, per stem. Mm. Oh, per stem. Well, I see per glass. Yeah. And even at auction, if you put it into auction, there's so much glass coming out uh, that it might, if it goes for, might go for twenty dollars for the, the lot. It might go for a hundred. I see. Okay. Unfortunately, you paid a lot back then. It's good crystal. And make your kids take it. Wait, Claudia, what did you pay for this set? Oh, God, it was a lot more than $10 a set. I know, I, I know. I can't remember exactly, but it definitely was. And it's over 50 years ago, yeah, and it's in perfect condition. But, At Christie, you probably could have bought yesterday for about $100. Like Places like Replacements in the States yeah. will sell these between 40 and $75 for STEM. It's okay. very good crystal. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's just the replay. The people are not so many people looking to buy it now. With the, they'll go into a big box store, or they'll be like um, my my co-host here, who uh, that's round. It's glass. It's clear. That'll do for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I have nothing of value in my home. This is true. Our next caller, by the way, is Ian in Richmond Hill. Ian, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Pretty good, man. What I'm sunburned. Got? I have uh, an A.J. Casson, or Casson, however yep. you want to pronounce it, uh, print of, um, it's called The Wolf. Now, A.J. Casson didn't do too many prints of, uh, he didn't do, any, do very many pictures of uh, wildlife. And I'm sure, as Paul knows, uh, it's uh, uh, the group of seven. Yep. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. Wolf in Winter, is that the one you have? That's the one. That's okay. The one. But this one is not numbered, and it is signed. Yeah, that'll be like, okay. Probably if 100 to... Group of Seven still has that cash people love putting on their wall. It's not a Tom Thompson. He did live for a long time. Um, probably, I don't know the Wolf one. How much? What's this, what do you figure? Well, we're seeing somewhere around nine thousand dollars. But again, it's going to depend on which one it was in the series. Is it a copy of a print? Is it a print? Is it the original? Well, These sorts of things. Now, now, as I say, it is signed, but it's not numbered. Right. That's so, like, what so does that indicate? Me off, and I don't even. You know, I, I've done my very best to to figure out when it was made. Um, I don't even have a year when this was originally done. Signed in paper. Okay. This would be a question for my art guy who comes in because he knows all the different prints because they do have so many. There. These prints are meant to fool people. I'm not, I, should, I don't want to say this the wrong way. Yeah. You have your original picture. Then you'll have 
the one that's a limited edition of 20 or 50 or 200. Correct. And, and it then says one of 250, da, 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 da. Yeah, and yeah. those will go for money because people know they have a limited edition. Then you have the exact same print, no number on it like yours has, just signed, and people are buying it just for the signature. Is yours black and white or colored? Oh, no, it, 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 it's color. I'm sure you're yeah. pulling it up on your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at there's other prints that there's there's other face prints of the wolf by him, early stuff, but it doesn't sell for much. The one that you have is much more valuable, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. The Thank answer is take it to the store. And I'll, I'll drop it in on Tuesday, and you can keep it for a couple of days. How's you're that? in Richmond Hill. It ain't going to be too long a trip for you. <laughs> no, no. No, I pass by your place all the time. And okay. you don't come in. That's that's not a nice thing. <laughs> I was gonna say you need you need uh, you need to get people excited. I said have a pop an old fashioned old timey popcorn machine, and then people will come in all the time. You just offer the other woman free coffee, free coffee, popcorn, those giveaways. That's what that's how you get people so, there. I can resist now, anything but temptation. Head. What are you thinking here? With it not signed or not numbered, but signed. If it's not, yeah, I'd have to see it. And it I have my guy. Right? I have a guy who. In some ways, like I look at certain collections, I know in 10 seconds what it is would take someone else five hours. He, in 10 seconds, will tell me something. It would take me two hours to find out. Yeah, because you're yeah. looking for the answer. Oh, this is the original that they were all yes. copied from. The answer oh, could no, be it's the original it's not, or it's a knockoff from absolutely it's China. not the original. I don't mean to speak over you, but I yeah. know absolutely it's not the original. But what throws me off is the fact that it has not been numbered. Yeah, it is strange. It tells me that it's earlier. Oh, don't think that. Well, you guys can dig into it. Of course, you know where the store it. is located at 10,341 Young Street, but this would be nice. Get a group of seven piece through there, if it is. It is. I have one coming in. We have a Tom Thompson coming through. And regarding the popcorn machine, I can resist everything but temptation, and I would weigh 200 pounds more if there was a popcorn machine in my store. <laughs> Next caller, please. Next caller is Kathy in Oshawa. Kathy, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Kathy, are you more likely to visit the store regularly if there's free popcorn and coffee? No, but that would entice my husband. There you go. Okay. There okay. you go. All right. Sorry, what do you have? I have three items that from my uh, that my elderly um, mother-in-law has decided to sell. Okay. The first one is a carved ivory grasshopper on bok choy on the silk base, silk wrapped base in the original box. The grasshopper is about 10 inches long. It was obtained in France in 1956. Uh, our problem with carved ivory is the crossing of borders. You bring a piano across a border with ivory keys, mm-hmm. they'll stop you. And it's getting involved. It has to be sold here in Canada. It's like you just can't do it. Well, because the elephant, all that it's stuff? because of that. And the, uh, even the though it's been... It's in, in Canada. Yeah, it's in Canada. We go, Are you but, saying because then she'll have a limited market? It has to stay limit. within the borders, and maybe if it were to go online and somebody goes, in Australia, I love yeah. it, they can't have it, is what yeah. you're saying. Okay. Like that, I can't sell tortoise shell anywhere else. I can't ship it and say it's tortoise shell. I can't say something's ivory and ship it as ivory. In fact, if you put ivory on eBay or some mm-hmm. of the sites, they will take it off immediately. I it's put it on controversial. Kijiji and someone was very interested, and I thought, gee, maybe I better do some research, and I wasn't asking near what I saw Okay. Um, Price-wise on other sites. What I can do is if I see it, I can get you a price range on it. That I'll say this is worth between $5,000 and $5,500 or something like that, depending on how well it's carved, if it's it's oriental, uh, with the the subject matter, but mainly how it's carved. And where did she get it, do you know? In France. Her husband was stationed in France um, in the uh, Air Force. Perfect. 
Okay. Um, I'd like to see it, and okay. I've got someone, I, like I always say in the show, I don't know everything, but I know people who know everything. Okay. Okay. What else okay. do you have? Okay, the next item is um, Dom France Crystal. Yep. It's a boat-shaped bowl, and it has matching candlestick holders. The bowl is about 20 inches by 8 inches. Color high. or clean? I mean, colored or clear? It's clear. Okay, clear's not as good. Is it Dom France, Dom Nancy, or just Dom? It's Dom France, and it's signed. Dom, and it's a sailboat, or just a bowl? No, it's a boat-shaped bowl, just a bowl. How so big is it? It's a long, slender bowl. Okay. How long is it, Soria? How long is 20 it? 20 inches, and it's about 8 inches high. Now, it's completely clear, or there's nothing in it? Right. Ah, uh, it looks like when they're trying to sell souvenir type. See, they have the Dom Nancy stuff, clear bowls, anywhere $40, but they've got them up to 5000 if it's early, depending on the signature. And But color is, the, when you're talking glass and talking Dom, color is the most important we want to see. The signature's right. good, but we want to see color and some kind of artistic enhancements. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to put it, okay? Mm -hmm. What's next? This is a um, pure virgin wool carpet, handmade in Tibet, and it's size six and a half by nine and a half feet, seven thousand knots per square foot. Tibet. I know the Persian rugs, and it's all six Tibet rug. Hmm. Where did you get this, and how yeah. old is it? Um, this. Is probably forty to fifty years old, and her um, her brother brought it in. He used to be a carp have a carpet store in um, Calgary. Okay, okay. So it would have been brought in in the last forty years, then. Yes. Okay, probably three, two to four hundred dollars in that area. Now, is there any kind of like what's the motif on? It's like a tiger, dragon. No, no it's just a pattern, um, like oh. cream and blue and. Yeah, the animals are the best. The animals okay. are the best. Um, but I'd like to see it. You know, some of the some of the rugs, if it's early enough, like he if he brought it in, had a carpet store, he probably didn't buy a piece of garbage. It was probably a nicer rug. It might have been from a better weaver. That I would like. Maybe I can send me a picture. You can send a picture on to sales at Toronto Gold Silver, and. Just take a picture of the front and take a close-up picture of one corner so I can see the weave from the back. Sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You're Bye. listening to Consignment Heroes. We are live on Zoomer Radio in downtown Toronto at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. Whether you have, uh, maybe it's an old... Baseball card collection, comic books, old toys. Toys are a big seller yesterday oh, yeah. as well. Oh, my goodness. People get excited about old toys. If you want a free assessment of uh, maybe it's an heirloom, you've had it for generations, you can call now and get a free assessment from a, an expert on stuff. His name's Paul Kenny. He's one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. Our next caller, by the way, is going to be Lorna in Brantford. Lorna, how are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Pretty good. What do you have? I have a service as a, for 12 of Royal Albert dishes. Okay, what's the pattern? Lavender rose pattern. 
Okay, I laugh. You know this stuff so well. No, give it to me. What? what what's? Let us in on the joke. No, no, no. I have this at home. Oh, there it is. Okay, so it's probably decent stuff then. No, it's my wife. Like, well, actually, um, oh, I've had, I have hundreds of different sets, and my wife likes um, Blue Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the other one? Uh, Cold Port Indian Tree and this mm-hmm. Lavender Rose. Be- and she has it. That the Lavender Rose has taken the forefront because it was her mother's pattern. And she says she wants to eat off what her mother ate. That's kind of oh. sweet. Even though I have a $5,000 set of Cold Port Indian Tree. But, but that's pressure. What if you drop one, right? She did. I brought home one day a platter. It was the biggest one I ever found. It was like 26 inches. She put it on the counter, it fell over and broke. Oh, It was 200 years oh. old if it was a day. But oh. the lavender rose is probably going about $25, $30 a place setting. Teapots go for about $80, $90. These go for $125. Your, it depends on what service pieces you have, like oval veg, platters. Uh, lavender rose is one of the full patterns that they make. They make everything in it. They yeah, make, I have all the extras. You have all the extras? Mm-hmm. You're probably, if you've got 12 place settings, you're probably sitting on... A thousand, twelve, fifteen hundred dollars. What? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it depends as long as you have the gold. Now the only thing against it's got the gold trim. That a lot of the kids don't want. Like I say, the reason I own it, I mean I use it, is because my wife remembers as a kid, and we only use the top four plates all the time. The stack is twenty five <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. high. Yeah. We only go down four all the time because that she won't let. We're not allowed to use it for the big dinners. Hmm. Which is really weird, but. Uh, it's worth about that, and like I say, a covered vegetable dish is worth um, 125. A soup, a soup terrine is your big piece is worth probably 250, 300 dollars. No oh. one has a soup terrine; it's always the most expensive piece to get all the time. No, I've got a platter I'm looking at right now. Uh, 13 inch platters go for about 35. 15 inch platters go for about 60, 70. Um, Did you say smaller platters go for more? No, 35. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, gotcha. 60, 70. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, dishes is what I, I mean. I just got a set of Old Country Roses in and just priced it out. It's worth about 10%, 15% less than Old Country Roses. Yeah. Uh, cause, but well, it's now, are still you, nice. Are you surprised to hear that you're eating off plates that are worth maybe $1,200 or more? Yeah. No, yeah. no. She probably paid more. Back oh. then, this was $150 a place setting. When really? You bought it. Yeah. Wow. Oh. We just sold a, a set of dishes online. Um, Royal Crown Derby, uh, Amari, they used to be $975 a place setting when you bought them at Ashley's. Now they sell for $200 a place setting. There's one set by Minton. One place setting costs $35,000. Sounds reasonable. Sounds right. reasonable. Yeah. One, that's one cup, one, one saucer, and three different plates, okay? That's 30, insane. That's the cost of a butler or a personal chef for the year. Do you know what's even more insane? They stopped making it. Do you want to know why they stopped making it? I can't imagine why. Sales were low, maybe? <laughs> they weren't making enough money on it. Shocker. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, we're going to go to Kate in Bancroft. Kate, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zuma Radio. Hi, Kate. Hi. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. What have you got? I have two normal Rockwell plates. Um, one has... 1986 plate number um, 5772, and uh, it has a stamp, official stamp, Rockwell Society of America. Okay, now. Rockwell made plates? I didn't oh, know yeah, this. no, they made oh, okay. Franklin Mint, uh, Bradford Exchange. Okay, they're just enjoy them. 
Uh, they charged a lot of money. These are when I, I say this every week. Um, when something says it's collector edition, special edition, special uh, number one, mm-hmm. um, you pay a lot of money. The, the resale market on them is so limited. Just enjoy it. They're oh, not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. That's all I'm saying. They look nice on the wall. They don't have anything to put them on the wall with. You can get the plate hangers on. Don't worry about wrecking these right, plates. Right, right. On, uh, but I, I try and tell people like uh, the collecting is is uh, it's a special way of doing. It. You have to enjoy it, and if you make money from it, great. But don't go into it with the idea of making money. And these plates were they were selling these as investments, and people are now trying to cash out on the investments, and they can't. They're not. Nobody else wants to buy them. It's like the same way Royal Dalton's happened. Um, certain things from the Royal Canadian Mint are like that. They say, here, we're making these. These are going to be worth a fortune in the future. Right. They're not. They're just not. You That's, never know, though, on this show. As no, no, certain but, things turn valuable. Certain things do, but it's, I mean, the kiss of death is when it says special collector's edition. Special edition, yeah, yeah, collector's edition. But every week I find out something new. Like you'll say, hey, man, you don't happen to have a single serve disposable uh, salt and pepper packet from A&W in the 80s, do you? Those are worth nine grand this week. You didn't know that? You know, there's always some weird, obscure thing. I know, but I'm just just trying to help people. I don't want them to feel bad, but I say, enjoy it. It looks good, but... It's not going to be saleable. It's like the Royal Copenhagen plates, a great company. They made out these yearly plates. People collected them. They started in 1961, and they kept on buying them. And now they want to sell them. They cost $100-odd per plate. They have a complete collection, but nobody else wants a complete collection. Ah. It's, it's a buyer and seller's market, <laughs> not just a seller's market. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live. Our phone number, if you'd like a free assessment on some of your stuff, our number is 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free, 1-866-744-740. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over 100 vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 30,000 square feet of it, selling antiques, collectibles, and the kind of neat stuff that Paul and Bogart love so much, they've been one of those 100 vendors for 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Grand Avenue and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. Back to the phone lines. Agnes in Etobicoke is our next caller. Agnes, how are you? Hello, Agnes. Hello, I'm right here. <laughs> Hi, great to have you. What do you have? Well, I have three things. First of all, I have a very old Woolworth. Uh, it's called a service basket. It's a fold-up. Uh, the frame is metal, and it's canvas, and it's in Woolworth green, yellow, red, and uh, black colors. And on the sides, it has a metal plate that says Service Basket F.W. Woolworth Company. And it's kind of rusty, but anyway, <laughs> that's the first thing I've got. 
Now, that would have sold well yesterday at uh, Christie Antique Market. Oh, really? But now you have to wait six months before you sell it again. Okay? But that's the type of thing. People are trying to recapture that kind of stuff. Small town America. And they would probably go for about, I don't know, $100, $200, I would think, in any... Really? Um, oh, yeah. Because if you've got... There was somebody collecting Woolworths. How many employees... There was how many stores? 3,000 stores. Mm. That means 30,000 people worked there a year. It was in business for 20, 100 years. That means someone had someone who worked at Woolworths or their parents worked at Woolworths or their kids did or someone. And people collect what they're familiar with, okay? And so there's always someone looking to buy it, especially if it's a good shape. Well, it's actually not in that good shape. I think it had plants in it before. But anyway, it's um, it's still in – it's not falling apart yet. But <laughs> it's got wear on it. You know, there's quite a bit of rust on it. Well, it's also, like I say, I don't know how many people yesterday got out there with them. Um, last week I was telling people to go to Christie, my friend at Clappison's Corners. And he, Ron will buy anything, okay? At you bring this to at Clapson, Ron, if you go into his store, you'll understand that he buys anything. I just drove by there yesterday. It's a beautiful drive, by the way, out that, out that way. Oh, yeah, but he buys everything. Or uh, you might see something like that up by um, Southworks Antique Mall, okay? Now, that's I haven't seen one of those up there, but Southworks, I should say this about Santa, because I keep we run out of show before I run out of things to say. <laughs> Southworks is having a sale on right now between 10 and 50% off. They're moving. And all the dealers there were having the first sale ever. And I'm willing to bet they were just swamped yesterday with Christie. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, because you didn't make it out there. You only went as far as Christie, and then you were all wore out. I could tell by the look on your face. You're, you're, you had seen enough antiques for I the was day. overwhelmed, yes. It was um, anything you wanted. It was there. Well, at Southworks, they have another 30,000 square feet of antiques on sale between 10 and 50% off. But going back to your basket here, I would say probably if you got the metal one or it's the metal one, yeah, yeah, you're probably a couple hundred dollars if it's in good shape. Okay, well, condition okay. means everything. Okay, now I have another. It's a very interesting uh, wooden sculptor, and it's a very heavy wood, and I have no idea what kind of wood it is. And it's two. I call them Asian lovers. Now, did you see the king and I? Remember those little pigtails at the sides of their head. The woman is wearing those little... The Hugh Brunner one? Call them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so the man is sitting down on his legs. One leg is uh, crossed over in front of him, and the other one's behind him. And she is kneeling beside him with her head on his shoulder. And she's just, you know... <laughs> they they go between them. 50 and $75, if it's the one I'm thinking about. Oh, what kind of wood is this? Do you and know? probably an ebony or a very heavy teak or something like that. It's yeah. got stripes through it. Like it's sort of like a medium color brown with darker stripes through it. I would have to see this one. Oh. Okay. But if you, if you get a chance, you can bring it up to my shop or send me a right. picture on my sales at torontogoldsilver.com and just send me a picture and I can... A picture uh-huh. will do us a lot of good here because okay. your your ability to describe it is not that good. So what was that email again? Sales yeah. at torontogoldsilver.com. Uh-huh. And that's actually what happened to the show yesterday. A lot of people brought in on their phones. They brought in the item that they said, Paul, can you help us with this? Yeah. And they actually, it was so, they had all organized like well, it's that. useful for you if you're giving yeah. out numbers. I'd like to see the condition. Wonderful well, if, you know. Yeah, no, that was the nice thing that people we met there, and they had everything. They came just to see us there because they 
It must be closer to there than my shop. And they had all the pictures right on their phone. And they have some nice stuff. Speaking of distance, we got a caller here from Lewiston, New York. Alana, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Just riding around, and I had my radio on, and I, I'm listening to the, to the show. Thank you. And what do you have? Well, you mentioned toys, and I was just curious. I have a Barbie doll, and I know they flood, they flood the market with that stuff, but I've had it on the box. I have the box. It's 1961 year on the box. The Barbie doll hat, it has a stand. It has the black and white bathing suit, oh, and, okay. but it has the shortcut brunette hair because I have dark hair. When my mom bought it, she bought a the brunette with the short hair. Yep, they had actually interchangeable hair hair that you could put on the different no. ones. No, it is sixty one. Yeah. So the Barbie collector world, they they are serious. I mean, every single accessory is documented, and sometimes they yeah. sell for $100 for the jacket for the first stewardess line. You're saying oh, you have wow. a 61 Barbie in the box? Yes. And I what's do. the box? What condition is the box in? I mean, that's a weird question. Like, I just logged on to uh, uh, fashiondollguide.com, which will break down oh. every single accessory that she has and what it's worth, what it's selling for. So yeah. I don't have the Burnett hair one. We have sort of, yeah. I'm colorblind. Is that blonde that's a or red cut. hair? No, bubble cut. Oh, you cut. Yeah. Yes. No, that's, that's, not, that's not brunette. No, yeah. So if, the if there's a 61 cut. brunette in a bathing suit, that would be, who knows? Probably about $1,000. If the box what? is in good shape. Oh, yeah. It is. The box is in good shape. The only thing that didn't uh, really survive were some of the clothes I had, a few of the outfits. So, But I have the doll and the box is... In, in great Oh, no, condition. no. I think you're getting me wrong here. That's just for the doll, the box, and the bathing suit. Yeah. Any clothes you have extra will be um, will be more money. Plus, the, where this has a little bit of damage sometimes, they had earrings in, the ears, and they will rust the over earrings, years. The earrings are in, yep. Okay, they rusted there or any corrosion? Mm, I know no, more about dolls than I'm supposed to. Bit, a little bit of blue, and I don't know Yeah, okay. That's that happens a lot, on okay. um, but still probably in this this would be about a eight hundred to a thousand dollar doll, um, if the box is good in shape. Sixty one. They started in nineteen fifty nine. Yes. So yeah, and then bendable Barbie wasn't until yeah. like the mid sixties or something like that, right? So there's distinct eras. Is this right? I'm reading yes. right now. Oh, but I, I know was, a little bit about this. I was wondering because I said two guys know much too much about no, Barbies because I know because we've done famous ad slogans on Face the Music, which is a, yeah. basically a game show all about nostalgia. And when when bendable Barbie came out, say it was like two bucks. Yeah. If you brought back your old Barbie, they'd give you a dollar credit. Oh, okay. So it's a recycling program for plastics, you know, 60, 70 years ago. We don't even do that now. No, you know what I mean? I know. So it's sort of astounding to know that. Yeah. So Barbie... Yes was more environmentally friendly than they are now. I don't know how to put it, but it's interesting. I'm actually surprised that Ben knows as much about Barbies. Okay. I care less about that than manufacturing, but yeah, it's exciting. So, Alana, you have a valuable doll. For sure. Now, any other, there's the Ken doll, any other toys you've got out of this 1960s period is a huge period. The only thing we kept at that point in the early 60s, the Beatles came in. Yep. And we bought a Beatles game. And okay. I still have that. So, but I don't know how much that's worth. I, I'm trying to think. I'm not home. I'm trying to think the uh, what uh, game, what make it is. But 
Milton Bradley. Probably Milton Bradley. Yeah. What you can do, like I say, come up and see me, send me a picture, and we can go from there. Thanks a lot. She's calling from New York. Ah, come up and enjoy. Toronto in the summer is beautiful. Toronto in the summer. You're already in the car. Come on. Come on up. We're promoting Toronto. Our next caller is Camille in Scarborough. Camille, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. I'm curious about a a painting I have that was uh, uh, Schulbach, Wolfgang Schulbach, and it was painted in 1970. And I have also the artist sketch. It was sold through the Lord Simcoe Art Gallery. And it was written up in the, well, Mackenzie Porter wrote an article about, uh, it says, among these bestsellers are works by Wolfgang Schulbach, a 49-year-old native of Vienna who emigrated to Canada in 1953. Wolfgang Schulbach is a nephew of the late Rudolf Schulbach, whose paintings today are worth hundreds of thousands of dollars a canvas. Rudolf Schulbach's works in the Museum of Fine Arts Vienna are counted among the best by 20th century artists in Central Europe. And they go on to tell you more about the artist himself. So I'm kind of curious. It's a picture of the, what's that building that's sort of like uh, Gooder, the Gooderham and Wartz building? Oh, oh. yeah. Is it, is yeah, it the Gooderham? The distillery made, district, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's what the painting is of, uh, painted in 1970, and that's all I know about it. It's roughly, that's hard for me to judge size. I should have measured it while I was waiting, but um, looks like it's longer than it is wide, and it's fairly large. I mean, it's at least three feet long, maybe okay. more, maybe three and a half long by two and a half wide. You have me at disadvantage right now because I'd have to get the information on that because the Canadian artists, I have those books and that information in my store. Uh-huh, so if you but call if me tomorrow, distillery district, anything. I mean, yeah. that area has gone from a famous film shooting location. What was like Tommy Boy and RoboCop yeah. or whatever? Whole bunch. Of, but now a whole bunch of people live. Thousands of people live in that area. Yeah. So as an art piece, never mind the artist. If it's old and sort of vintage looking, somebody will probably want it for their million dollar penthouse condo there. Who knows? Would they pay but, a million dollars? <laughs> ah, that's the million. We dollar don't question. know. We that's don't know. But you question. do need a, as many eyes as possible yeah. looking at it. That's what you need to do now. So this is my problem. I don't know how to evaluate it and then if I did want to sell it how to do it and I'm really not computer savvy no that's what we do but I so I, I don't want to give you the wrong information mm-hmm. give me a call tomorrow at the shop I can help you with this if it's not that good I'll tell you if it is good we'll start from there I the more money you make the more money I make how's that oh great can you tell me the phone number please 905 737 4653 4653 three Thank you. Can I ask you another question? Sure. Okay. I have a Wedgwood, um, I think they call them biscuit boxes, where yep. it's the green color with the uh, silver handle or thing on top and then the silver on the bottom. Do you have a rough idea? Yeah, the, the $100. $100. Okay. And then my other question is uh, gold Flor- Wedgwood Gold Florentine, eight-place settings, and I only have the tea, the coffee, the sugar, and the cream. That's not bad. So bad. It's about a, gold Florentine is about a hundred dollars a place. Saying still very collectible. Comes in like seven different colors. But gold Florentine is probably the most popular. Is it gold and black or just gold and white? Oh, just gold and white. Yeah. No, it's something I'd be interested. We take it on consignment. No problem. Sells okay. all the time. Okay. And and uh, okay, I'll, I'll call you about the photo for sure tomorrow. My my children seem to want the sterling and the china, Uh-oh. even though they know that they wouldn't want to put it in the dishwasher. But I think, but anyway, I, I do. What would be interested in the painting? I could picture the painting actually in a big. You got to call me tomorrow because we got to wrap it we up. We got the now. thirty second warning. And we, two we, people we, are going to be yeah, mad at me. Uh, yeah, we're going to leave a lot of tomorrow. people waiting online. Joan in Milton. Yeah. Very quickly, I hate to rush you. It's lovely to have you. What do you have? Hi there. I have a cameo necklace that was given to my mother, who was born in 1921. Gold or silver? 
it's silver, and on the back, it looks like it says I.J. Sterling. Okay, yeah. They're gold. Cameos are not as popular. Even on the gold, they're only worth... Uh, sterling cameo necklace, about $75 right now. And talking about sterling, I want people to buy sterling. If you have sterling for sale, please remember to get your second quote from us if you're looking to sell some. You this pay one. top dollar we for sterling. We pay top dollar, and we sell gold and silver. Please remember. His name is Paul Kenny. His store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill on Young Street, just north of Major McKenzie. His store's phone number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. Special thanks to Sebastian Hearn, show producer. Everybody have a great afternoon. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.